Hey, hey, friends. Welcome to the Lens of Faith podcast. As a follow-up from the previous episode, The Power of Prayer, I'm excited to share some amazing testimonies and the results of God answering prayers. Let me tell you, friends, prayer works. And without a shadow of a doubt, I know this to be true. I can be here sharing with you for days on end on all the times that God has answered my prayers in amazing ways, in ways that are not natural or logical, in situations that seem hopeless. He has come through in miraculous ways. But today I wanted to reach out to some fellow believers from every walk of life, from different backgrounds, even coast to coast, and have them share their own personal testimonies on the power of prayer. I want to start out with my friend Erica. I've known her for many, many years. I've actually walked through this journey as her friend. I have stood by her side, praying with her along the way, believing that her prayers would be answered. She's here to share her testimony. Prayer is one of the most powerful tools we have as Christians, and when Leah asked me to share a time when God answered a prayer, my first thought was, which one? (laughs) We have an amazing God, a God who answers prayers. So there have been many answered prayers in my life, um, but I will share one that has, of course, touched my life forever, as many prayers do. My son... Before I start, I just wanted to share a verse because it's such a beautiful illustration of what it was like um, for me to become a mom. It's Matthew eight twenty three through 26. Then he got into the boat and his disciples followed him. Suddenly a furious storm came up on the lake, so the waves swept over the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him, saying, Lord, save us. We're going to drown. He replied, You have little faith. Why are you so afraid? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves, and it was completely calm. I love this verse for many reasons, but my favorite is just this picture of sweet Jesus behind the scenes of what appeared to be chaos in a storm for everyone else on the boat. But he was just sleeping peacefully. And I think he was able to sleep peacefully because he knew how the story ended. One of my biggest storms in life so far has definitely been one that has rocked me um, to the very essence of my heart, and that is infertility. I remember going to a meeting, and one person described it as trying to fly a kite in a windstorm, and you're just trying to hold on, (laughs) and that is so true. Like most women, I dreamed of becoming a mom since I was little, so facing an eight-year battle with infertility was definitely not what I expected after my husband and I got married, and definitely not uh, what I felt was the plan for my life. However, God had other plans. So we prayed every night diligently for eight years, every single day, without ceasing, and... To our surprise and excitement, God did bring us a baby. However, unfortunately, we lost that baby. And um, I remember just being so heartbroken. Like I felt like, God, you answered our prayers only to take it away. After praying diligently so many times, so many days, and so many years for God to bring us a child, God had told me that I would have a baby and that our family would be blessed 
with a child, but I would not give birth. And I didn't really want to accept that, nor did I really understand or comprehend it completely. And after some time of healing and more prayer, we began to pray about adoption. We filled out the paperwork, began our journey, and we didn't know that we were going to be facing some other obstacles. We had two adoption meetings that uh, we thought were very promising. And at the last minute, the birth mothers changed their mind. After putting adoption aside for a long time, we had decided to once again pursue adopting a child. And before we even had the opportunity to begin anything in the process, not only did God answer, but literally answered in the timing that it was supposed to be. We received a text the very next morning when we decided to open our hearts again to adoption and starting the process. We didn't know then, but that one text would lead to God blessing us with our beautiful son. It was a few short weeks later, after eight years of diligently praying every day for God to bring us a baby, we would meet our son for the first time ever. God answers prayers, not only always in the way that we anticipate or that we can comprehend, but in the case of our son, not only did he answer our prayers, he answered it in the most beautiful, magnificent way that only he could. I just love how magnificent our God is and how wonderful he is and how he does work all things together for the good. The storms will come and even though I may not sleep as peacefully as Jesus did on that boat from Matthew eight twenty three through 26. I can rest, rest in knowing that our God answers prayers and praying is one of our most powerful tools. Thank you, Erica, for sharing your heart. I love this story. Of course, I've walked this journey with my friend. And even I was believing that she would get pregnant. It was her heart's desire. But you see, friends, God does answer prayers. He might not do it in the way that we expect or in our timing. But we have to trust God because He tells us that His ways, His timing are so much bigger and are so much greater than we could ever imagine. You know, we just see what's in front of us. You know, we have no clue, really. But God knows our beginning from our end. He knows our whole story. He knows how it's going to play out. He knows where He'll get the most glory in our lives. He knows exactly what we need. So we have to trust Him that even if our prayers are not answered, how we hope that they would be answered, The way that God answers our prayers are always the best way. And really, their son Nathan that they adopted is perfect for them. He has her exact same personality. He has her joy, her excitement. He's intellectual like his dad. I mean, he even looks like their son. Like, I tell her all the time that, you know, Nathan is better than any son you might have even had because he is so perfect for you. Erica's story is such a reminder that we need to trust God. You know, his answer might be a no. It might be a wait. The answer might not be the answer we're looking for. But walk in joy and peace because God's answer is always the best answer. I know sometimes it's easier said than done, but don't give up. 
Now I want to invite Frank to share his amazing testimony on God healing his body and an instant healing at that. I believe in the healing power of prayer, and I have a personal experience that relates to that. In December of 2020, I was diagnosed with cancer, and I had to have surgery. When I let the people in my church know, my pastor said that the entire church would be praying for me. And many members prayed with me individually and prayed for my healing. I had the surgery as scheduled, and the result was a complete and total healing with no further treatment necessary. Needless to say, I was overjoyed with the result, but I know deep inside that this healing came from God himself. A few months ago, I was asked to go to a tent revival with a friend, and there a pastor was praying for people as they lined up in wheelchairs, on crutches, and with various ailments. He asked the congregation if anyone had an affliction from which they needed healing. I knew that I had had some hearing loss in my left ear, so I got in line. And when I finally got up to the pastor, he placed his hands over my ears, prayed very powerfully, and I have to admit that after that, I could hear better than ever before. I'm a believer in the power of prayer and the ability of God to heal us. What we need is faith and trust. What an amazing testimony of God healing Frank of cancer. And then that instant healing, I actually was there and I witnessed that at the tent revival. God instantly healed him of hearing loss. So praise be to God, Lord, we give you all of the glory. Now I want to invite Allison to share her story. I could give you a hundred different examples of times where I have seen prayers answered and I've seen the power of prayer in my life. But one specific example, one of my absolute favorites is from when I was in college. Um, I put myself through private Christian college and worked to put myself through that and pay for a lot of my own bills in the process. And it was a really interesting time for me financially, but it was a time where I saw the Lord's hand um, and his faithfulness to me over and over again. I have really sensitive skin and I have to use products and wear makeup that are specifically formulated for that. I can't just go and buy something off the grocery store shelf. It can really burn me. It's not cool, but I just have to have very specific products and they can be expensive. Well, there was one point in college, I think it might've been my sophomore year where I ran out of this makeup that I use. I needed more, but I had other pressing needs as well. I had just been praying and asking the Lord, to provide for me and help me take care of some of those items. I I made a long list of all of the things that I needed to pay for. And this makeup was on that list. This one particular day I'd been praying and I felt like the Lord was urging me to go to the store and buy this makeup. Now this makeup was not the number one item on my list, but it was something that I needed. I said, God, are you, are you sure? Should I really go and buy this right now? It, It, it's not the most pressing thing. I do need it, but it's it's not the most pressing. And I felt like the Lord said, 
go right now. So I got in my car, I drove to the store and began looking for this makeup. I just happened to walk past an end cap where I saw the type of makeup that I used, but it was in a holiday packaging, something specifically released for uh, the Christmas season. And it was about two times the amount of the normal size the container usually came in, but it was the color that I needed. And there was only one of them sitting there. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and buy this. It's probably going to be more expensive because it comes in this decorative packaging, but it'll be okay. We'll go ahead and get it. And the entire time in the back of my mind, I was thinking, I really shouldn't be spending money on this. God, this is just frivolous. I'm sorry. I really should be spending it for something else. But I took that little package up to the register and uh, the lady began to check me out, uh, process the purchase. And when she scanned that item, she looked at me with a really puzzled look on her face. And she said, this has got to be a mistake. And I said, what? She said, it, it just shouldn't cost this much. Long story short, the makeup ended up costing about a third of the price of the traditional one. And she said, there is no way that this was on purpose. No way. This is a mistake. And I smiled to myself because the Lord knew when I was praying that there would be this mistake, that there would be this makeup sitting on an end cap. I just happened to walk past it. Not just happened, really. It was, but the Lord took care of that and provided that makeup for me. And I know that it seems silly, but that one moment has served as a reminder for me in more difficult times or difficult situations, as a reminder of the power of prayer and and what prayer can do. The Bible over and over again, says to us to be steadfast in prayer, to pray without ceasing, or that the fervent prayers of the righteous will avail much. Prayer is a powerful tool. It's like, we do a lot of woodwork at our house. We have built bed frames, tables. We enjoy working. Um, And to me, prayer is like, my power drill, like it's essential. I'm not going to start a project without it. I need prayer in my life. It's an opportunity that we get to partner with the Lord. He could provide our needs because he knows them. He could take care of us, give us peace without us having to pray. But when we pray and then we see these miracles or things happen as a result of those prayers, it shows us that God is listening. It reveals to us that it's his desire to reveal himself to us. He delights in in responding to our prayers and it's a responding to our prayers and it's a really beautiful thing. What I love about Allison's testimony is just evidence that God cares about us so much, even the things that seem small. Because if it concerns us, then it concerns God. So whether you're asking Him for someone's salvation to save a lost loved one, to heal you of cancer, or to bless you with the right makeup, no detail is too small and no need is too great for our God. And it really does keep us humble by staying aware of our constant need of Him 
by staying dependent on God, our provider, for every need and desire. It prevents us from living with an independent spirit, and it keeps us where we need to be, which is fully reliant on God. Allison's story actually reminds me of a time when I was younger, and I really needed God to step in. I actually bought a car, and I don't even want to tell you what the interest rate was because they really got over on me. (laughs) I mean, I was young, naive. I didn't really know about interest rates. I stepped onto a car lot, and they ended up really gouging me financially. So it was during that time that I needed to make a car payment, and I didn't know how I was going to pay for it that month, along with my other bills, like my housing and things like that. And I needed an exact amount. It was like $1,200. I needed an exact amount to pay the bank that month. I remember being part of this Bible study group called BSF during that time. When I got there, I sat in my car and I was worried. And I was like, Lord, I just really need you to give me this money so I could pay this bill, you know? And then I got out of the car and I walked over to the Bible study. And without even mentioning my need to anybody, this older woman comes up to me afterwards. Then she just hands me this envelope and tells me, God told me to give this to you. I did not know this lady at all. To tell the truth, she wasn't even friendly to me. She just handed me this like she was on an assignment and she had a mission. You know, she literally just handed me the envelope and then walked away. I was like, what is this? You know, like I didn't know what it was. And so I waited till afterwards. And when I got to my car, It was just me sitting in my car. I opened up the envelope and it was a check for the exact amount of my bill. I mean, the exact to the penny, the amount that I needed to pay off that bill. And I like remember crying in that moment and thanking God, like, wow, just blown away, mind blown that this happened. I mean, it could have been a portion of what I needed, right? It could have been more or less than I needed, but it was the exact amount and nobody knew but God. It was just so amazing. And it made such an impact on my faith that I still remember it as if it happened yesterday. It's so fresh in my memory, even though I was much younger and it really did skyrocket my faith and my trust and belief in God that he really is alive and well. He listens to our prayers and he loves us so much. He cares about every single detail in our lives. Well, friends, aren't these amazing stories boosting your faith? I know they are for me. Now here's Gina to share her story on the power of prayer. Hello, I am Gina Pego, and I'm here to share in my testimony of the power of prayer in my life. Uh, Prayer has been a very important, very essential part of my Christian walk since I was 19 years old. At the age of 19, I gave my life to the Lord, and I'm here to share with you how I came to give my life to the Lord at the age of 19. At 19, my first year in college, um, I was involved in a relationship. In the course of that relationship, it was actually the second semester of my first year in college, um, I had found myself pregnant and I didn't know that I was pregnant. And I told one of my friends about it and she was just like, you know, Gina, you should go to the school nurse and get it checked out just to make sure that everything is okay before we start spring break. I said, okay. I said, yeah, that's a good idea. Let me go to the school nurse. She came back with the results and she told me that it was positive. And I said, okay. And so um, she just began to fill around my belly area. And she felt that on the right side of my belly, that it was that it was tender, that it was unusually 
Tinder. And so she said, I'm going to recommend you to an imaging services place so that they can perform an ultrasound on you to see if everything is okay with the pregnancy. And they ran an ultrasound. And in the course of that ultrasound, they discovered that, um, that the pregnancy was developing inside of my right fallopian tube. And so, you know, they began to explain this to me, how serious, how dangerous this was. And, you know, of course, I'm 19 years old, not knowing anything about atopic pregnancy. I'd never heard of it before. So, you know, all of a sudden I'm just getting all of this news. Oh, this is really serious. This is really dangerous. Women, you know, die from this, this type of thing. And you have to have immediate surgery right away. And so, you know, just trying to gather everything that they were saying, trying to process everything they were saying. Went over to the emergency room right across the street. They performed the, the surgery. They removed the atopic pregnancy and everything. And I was at home with, with my mom and my brother. I lived with my mom and my brother at the time. And just during the course of healing up from the surgery, they just treated me so, so horribly. It really, really made me afraid. I went to a church service and there was a guest pastor that was preaching. And he looked at me and he said, young lady, the Lord has need of you. Would you give your life to the Lord? And I looked at him and I nodded my head and I said, yes. And so um, that day I had given my life to the Lord. It was May 2002. Two weeks after that, I started having panic attacks. And I remember the first night I had a panic attack. I was um, I was at my boyfriend's house and I had. I was driving my mom's car. I had my mom's car that day. And all of a sudden, it just started pouring down, raining so hard. And as I was driving, just all of a sudden, my heart started racing. I, I became shaky. I was just so scared out of my mind. And I pulled over and, you know, called my mom to let her know what was going on. And so she tried to call me down on the phone so that I could, you know, make my way to her job to pick her up. And so, um... And so from from that point on, I had begun experiencing panic attacks like on the regular to the point where I could not be at home by myself, drive by myself. I mean, I felt completely paralyzed. Like I, I could not stand to be alone by myself, couldn't do anything by myself and just completely felt paralyzed. And so this went on over the course of the years from 19 up until I was about um, up until about my early 30s, about 32 years old, um, that I had suffered panic attacks. And so I remember one particular morning I was in prayer. I was in prayer because earlier that week I had had a panic attack and I and so I just laid on my face before the Lord and cried out to God. I said, God, please drive this spirit away. This this panic attacks, this anxiety. Father, please drive it out of me. And I was crying out to the Lord. I just heard his voice and I heard him say, I will deliver you. And when I heard him say that, like immediately this peace just came over me. Like I just felt this peace just come over me. And from that day, from that point on, I had never experienced panic attacks again. And I just give God all the glory and all the praise. And even through the years from 19 up until about 32 with experiencing those panic attacks, like, you know, I was still developing my, my walk in God. I was growing in God. And, you know, even though I was still having panic attacks off and on, I was really on fire for God. And I had prayed for God to take it away. But I just remember that this particular time, just the way that I laid before the Lord, the way that I just laid on my face before the Lord and just cried out to him. And he heard my cry. He heard my prayer. 
it, it just felt so different this time. And I heard his voice and heard him say that I would deliver you. His peace just came over me. So I just give God all the praise and all the glory and all the honor because you know, without prayer, there's there's no way that I could have made it, no way that I could have made it. And, you know, God is is a great God. And, you know, he's a God that does exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think according to the power that works in us. And that power is prayer. So I just encourage you in that no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're facing, let prayer be your answer. Let it be your solution. No matter how long your situation may last or tarry, just know that there is solution in prayer and that God does hear our prayers and that in due time he will answer your prayer so stay encouraged be persistent and watch God see you through God bless you so much and I pray that this testimony blesses you in Jesus name amen Gina's testimony is such a beautiful reminder of God's protection and his grace even when we're not serving him God absolutely knows who belongs to him, and he loves us before we even realize who he is in our lives. He really does work all things out for good to those that he knows love him or will love him. It's because he knows our whole story. He knows our beginning from our end. He knows his children, the ones that will ultimately strive to live righteous, to serve, and to glorify him. And He is such a Redeemer. He is such a Redeemer. And God is so faithful. You know, He does heal us of anxiety, depression, and mental illness. You know, He can instantly touch our body, and we are never the same. He is the great physician. Now I have Jen, who is a little sick with the cold right now, but she wanted to share a quick testimony. When God answered our prayers... We have so many stories. One would be our baby boy. My husband and I are in our early 40s and had a difficult time conceiving. Nothing in comparison to what some of our friends have gone through and are still going through, which is why we see God's hand in answering the prayer for life in our own child. When we got pregnant, we lost our first baby. And our doctors told us that we might not be able to conceive for a while. And we went in and we had an ultrasound and saw that I was ovulating. So we said, doctor, can we get busy? And she says, it may, may not. We don't know. Um, we, you, you can go for it. Basically, we walked away with a green pass and we prayed over my womb. And we prayed over my husband and me. And a month later, we saw a heartbeat on our baby boy. Now he's going to be turning one September 14th. And I'm so glad to be his mommy, to be a wife of my husband, Jim, and to be in life with this beautiful miracle. God loves us. He hears our prayers. Sometimes he answers us yes. Sometimes he answers us no. Sometimes he tells us to wait. Waiting is hard, and the no is even harder. But do know that God will never leave you, never forsake you. He loved us so much that he sent his son Jesus to die for us, that we would have eternal life. We could wrap our minds around that. Thank you, friend, for sharing. And Jen and Jim are another example of when God does it, he just does it right. He does it perfect because their baby James 
is such a perfect bundle of joy. When I say bundle of joy, I mean, I don't think I've ever seen this baby not smile. Like it just is laughing 24-7. And if you know Jen, her and her husband are movie actors, and she also is known as Joyful Jen. So friends, let this be a reminder that God does things right. It's just another sweet reminder to trust in Jesus because when he gives us the desires of our heart and it's his perfect timing, it's so much better than we ever could have imagined. Now I want to invite my sister Bethany, who's an evangelist and who is currently sharing the gospel in Costa Rica. The power of prayer. Wow. (laughs) Oh my gosh. When I think about the power of prayer, my beautiful sister Leah Carson in her podcast, she, you know, says, Bethany, can you give a testimony of the power of prayer? I mean, literally like hundreds of memories just started to come and flood my mind of all the times that the Lord has answered prayer from the littlest things to, you know, some of these bigger things that a lot of people are praying for breakthrough, whether it's, you know, healing or salvation, financial breakthrough, maybe with a loved one, whatever it is. And yeah, you know, I've had those things happen to me where I broke my hand in a car accident and some friends rallied around me 30 minutes later, miraculously healed. Or I have my ovaries removed and my son who's 10 years old is praying for a baby brother and then I get pregnant a month later. Or I was in a financial um, spot, you know, it was just a terrible time in my life and I get a letter from the bank that they're gifting us $240,000. I mean, that's crazy, right? Without even requesting it. Or most importantly, you know, a salvation of a loved one where I've been praying for a loved one for 23 years. And just a few months ago, completely he gave his life, surrendered to God. I mean, there's just so much power when we get to talk to the creator. I mean, there's a lot of phenomenons when it comes to prayer because we are actually praying to the creator of the heavens and the earth. And he hears us and he actually wants to respond and he, you know, sends answers to us. It's amazing. But more than the prayer that we release and the power that we see that um, when it comes into fulfillment, right, Um, of a heartfelt need or anything. I mean, there's people that are praying for things for years and years and they don't see the breakthrough. I think in my own experience, there's a greater power when it comes to prayer. And that is when we get to um, partner with the Holy Spirit and be transformed uh, through prayer. When God starts to work these things out inside of us, through our mind, through our heart, through our soul, through our spirit. And we become more and more like Jesus. We become um, like what the Father wanted us to become, is to be transformed into his image and his likeness. And then we get to walk around with the Holy Spirit and be the answer to other people's prayers, people who are not um, yet in that um, place of revelation or breakthrough. And so I think that is the greatest power through prayer is the transformation that happens when we pray and when we connect with the, with God the Father. And so um, I love, you know, what happens through prayer in my own life. Um, I mean, I, I see Jesus. Jesus was a walking testament of that. That's all he did <laughs> was wanting to do the will of the Father. He was the answer to the Father's um, heart is that he would be the answer to the world. And so he would walk around and say, whatever your will is, Father, I'll do it. I pray to you, Father, because I want your kingdom to come. I pray to you, God, because 
I know that I need to be aligned up to what you want me to do and what you want to do through me here on earth. And so that's the power of prayers when we connect with the creator of the heavens, the earth, who we call Father. And he uses us in such a beautiful way that we can bring healing and breakthrough and salvation to the world all around us. So keep on praying. The power of prayer is powerful because we get to be transformed in the likeness and the image of Jesus Christ. God bless you. Amen, sis. Amen. And our final guest is Lisa, a good friend of mine who lives in California. She's sharing a powerful tool that we as believers should add to our prayer lives. Leah, first of all, thank you so much for asking me to put words. Just what the Lord's done in my life through prayer um, made me think about so many, so many answered prayers. I think that I can count on my fingers the number of prayers that have not been answered. God's been answering prayers my whole life. And uh, some of them, you know, I don't even remember until he reminds me later, years later. <laughs> one, of them, um, one of them is, uh, you know, just a silly, like, junior high girl prayer. I had this crush on this boy, and I was like, Lord, please save him and let him be my boyfriend. Or I forget what exactly my words were, but I was so earnest and just had this big crush on this boy. And... Man, he was such a sweet guy and untouchable, like he was a cool kid. And then, uh, you know, a couple years later, you know, he was in my friend circle and he had a crush on me and I totally forgot about this prayer. But, you know, I was just like, I'd moved on. (laughs) But it was so sweet, you know, the Lord, I don't know, in, in a way that kept me safe, blessed me and answered that prayer. But, I mean, he's been demonstrating, you know, just in his way, his, his amazing way, answered prayers my whole life. I just, I can't, I can't say enough. One of the coolest ways that, I mean, you know, think what you will about uh, about praying in tongues, but I've just gone full charismatic this year. It's just like, I, I don't have time for anything else. Like, like there's the power of God or nothing else. So, um, I've a lot of my prayers lately have been praying in tongues and you know some people are like oh what does that do anyway it's just much gibberish or you know whatever they say but um one way that god demonstrated the power of praying in tongues that that type of prayer in my life was um i saw a man who i knew was was demon possessed like talking to himself and totally dirty it's like mangy not in his right mind at all and um, he was crossing the street in front of my car, and I started praying in tongues, and he turned and stared at me at an intersection, turned and stared at me while I prayed in tongues. And I'm like, what's this guy doing? And then he turned around and started walking the other way. He didn't cross in front of my car. So I, I thought, you know, God, you know, is really powerful in that moment, like, how did he use that that tool, that praying in tongues? How did we learn this? How did this? How did we all figure this out? But um, the power of of prayer in general is that it it changes who we are. You know, just communicating with God and all of of my life, He's been answering prayer and teaching me how to how to communicate with Him, and I I just can't be thankful enough. I just laughed to myself, Lisa, that you're talking about speaking in tongues because that's actually going to be the next episode that I do on the podcast.
I have an amazing guest that's going to join me on the next episode about praying in the Spirit, speaking in our heavenly language, who's going to give practical steps, understanding, and wisdom when it comes to the topic of speaking in tongues. This is a real game changer, friends, so I encourage you to tune in. I want to thank my guests for sharing from their hearts today. Many of them are sharing their stories and their testimonies for the first time publicly. We know that there's power in the words of our testimonies. And when we share the goodness of God to others, it not only gives God all the glory, but it boosts up the faith of our brothers and sisters in Christ. You know, all these different stories are so much variety. God doesn't answer prayer the same. You know, He has many different ways and reasons on why and how He answers prayer. Sometimes He makes us wait and He has a purpose. Sometimes He does things instantly. Sometimes He tells us that He has a different plan for us. But the key is to know God. When you know God, then you trust God. Where we live in peace and understanding and trusting in His will and His timing. And ultimately, we want His will more than we want our own will. I do want to clarify and talk a little bit more about the purpose of prayer. Even after listening to all these amazing true stories, testimonies of God answering prayer, you might still be wondering, you know, if God knows all, why even pray? If we believe that God is sovereign, all-knowing, all-powerful, and that He is a good Father who knows all of our needs, then why bother to pray? Or you might think, what's the purpose? You know, bad things still happen in this world and in our lives. However, I and countless others who have witnessed the power of prayer and have seen God's goodness play out in our lives have to differ. There is great purpose for prayer. I'm going to dig a little deeper on this misconception and give you a greater understanding on why we need to keep praying. Yes, it's true that God knows what we need and desire before we ask. God might not need our prayers, but we need Him in our lives so desperately. And our prayers are a proactive act of faith on our part. We need to be willing to wrestle with our faith at God's footstools so we can come to say, Thy will be done. Prayer cupped with faith opens up the floodgates to heaven's miracles in our lives and in the lives of others. When we take the time to pray, we acknowledge our dependence upon the Lord and His grace and mercy. We can't fight our battles without Him. Jesus instructs us to pray and even details exactly how we should pray in Matthew 6, 9-13. And what we know is the Lord's Prayer. We can see that in this prayer, we are to ask God for things. We are to ask God for His kingdom to come, for His will to be done as in heaven, for Him to give us our daily bread, for the forgiveness of our sins, that we would be kept from temptation and be delivered from evil. Of course, God knows what we need and what we desire before we even ask for it. But God delights when we humble ourselves and pray to Him. It demonstrates that we need Him. It stirs us to love and worship Him and know Him as our true source of life. Our affections and zeal for the Lord grow 
as we pray to him. Praying to the Lord also helps us understand more of God's character. The act of praying reminds us of our frailties, our weaknesses, our needs, and sin as we ask God to help us in these things. When we confess our sins in prayer before our Heavenly Father, the one who is altogether perfect, good, and holy, who forgives us all of our sins and does not treat us as our sins deserve, who has compassion on us and satisfies us with good. His character is revealed. Prayer also helps us see God's faithfulness and goodness in our lives. As we see God continually answer our prayers, we will know Him as a truly faithful Father who desires to give good gifts to His children, as it says in Matthew 7, 11. And I will tell you, friends, God has such a perfect, flawless track record. God is going to do what He says He's going to do because He's never failed us and He won't start now. His track record is perfect. He is trustworthy, and He is a God of His Word. And let me tell you, praying does actually make a difference. Throughout Scripture, we see God's people pray and God answering those prayers. Think of Moses pleading with God to spare his wrath from the Israelites as they had committed idolatry with the golden calf. God relented and had mercy on his people. Or when Elijah asked God to send rain upon Israel after a long drought, and God sent a great rain. You know, God tells us that the prayers of the righteous are effective. And through prayer, we also know the providence of God. We come to experience for ourselves this truth that God works for good in all those who love Him, that He really does provide all that we need in His own time and in His own way, and that we know that His covenant promises are indeed true for us. His steadfast love endures forever and never fails us. He indeed wills to help us in our troubles and pain, to provide for us in our need, and to work the many hardships in our lives into good for His glory. When it's all said and done, friends, God is after our good and His glory. And so we have to trust His ways, His timing, and His strategy. I want to remind you that God is a miracle-working, chain-breaking, promise-keeping God, and He who promised is faithful. You might have even forgotten what you've prayed for, but God hasn't. So let's believe God for each other. And to go to the next level, you know, to go a step further in prayer, it's important that we pray for things that are much bigger than us. What is it that you're asking God for? What is the content of our prayers? Are we just praying selfish, you know, it's all about me prayers? Or are we kingdom focused? As we mature in our faith and draw closer to God, we start to desire the things that matter most to Him, which are eternal treasures. I talked more about this in the previous episode. So, of course, there's nothing wrong with praying for your heart's desires or your own personal needs. But if that's all you're praying for, then I encourage you to have a heart check. God really honors those that put His kingdom first. You know, He tells us, Don't store for yourself temporary earthly treasures, but instead seek the eternal. 
I can tell you for me personally that God gives me a lot of what I need and desire before I even ask Him, you know, because I live this out. My heart burns more now than ever for eternal matters instead of worrying about the temporary things of this world. God wants us to live by the verse in Matthew where He tells us, Seek first my kingdom and all those other temporary things will be given to you. So yes, friends, pray for your own desires. Pray for your own needs. In addition, pray for the things that matter most to the heart of God, like injustices, for morality in our country, for our world, for people. Cultivate a burning desire to pray for those things. Keep growing in your faith, friends. I'm rooting for you. I'm praying for you. And I know that God has a great purpose for your life. Well, friend, this has been an amazing episode of giving God all the glory and sharing in His goodness. I'm going to close by praying over you today. Lord God, thank you so much for being sovereign, for being faithful, for meeting our needs, even our desires, for caring so much about us. You spoke the entire universe into existence with one command. Yet not one detail of our life is missed by you. Thank you for your faithfulness, Jesus. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for answering prayers, Lord God. Help us to have greater trust in you, a greater intimacy with you, Lord God, to desire your will above our will, to pray and then give it to you, to give you all of our worries, all of our desires, all of our needs, knowing that you have our back. You always come through. Thank you, Lord, for who you are and your unchanging character. We thank you not for what you've done, but for who you are. If you never did another thing for us, Lord God, you are still worthy of all of our devotion and praise. Help us that are holding on to promises that you have given us and prayers that we've poured forth to not give up, to trust you in your timing and your ways. I break off of your people any spirit of fear or unbelief, and we repent for any unforgiveness, any hardening of our hearts that would keep us from having our prayers answered, Lord God. May we come to you, first of all, with thanksgiving and repentance before we ask you for anything. Keep our hearts humble and right before you, Lord God. We love you, Lord. Amen. Make sure to sign up to get all the blog and podcast updates at leahmariecarson.com. Follow on Instagram at The Lens of Faith. Subscribe to The Lens of Faith podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Remember, friends, life becomes clearer when you focus through the lens of faith. Talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.